Hello there. Thank you for taking the time out to click on this podcast. If you liked today's episode and my previous episodes with my guests, please consider dropping a subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leaving a rating wherever you can. It helps me out a ton. Thank you so much. Enjoy. Hello there. Welcome to Digging Deep. I'm your host, Jordan Cameron. This is a podcast where I'll be bringing a series of interesting guests on to talk about their passions, beliefs, and views on the world. And through these conversations, I hope you can all go away, never being afraid to dig deeper into your everyday lives to find the truth, beauty, and new potentials and possibilities we can all truly achieve in this world. Today's guest is Chris Hewer. Chris is someone who I've had the pleasure of working with in my life filled with nothing but positivity and always looks at the brighter side of everything when life shows him darkness. Chris, it's a privilege to have you on the show today, my friend. How are you? Hello, dude. I'm doing really well at the moment. Thank you very much for having me on the show. How are things for you, my friend? It, oh, very, very well. It's been way too long, my friend. So um, <laughs> I just want to say thank you for coming on today. Um, I'm really excited to um, delve deep with you, um, see how you always look at the positive side of things when life shows you adversity and darkness and uh I guess just have a general catch-up as well, my friend, because it's been way too long. <laughs> it's, it's been too blooming long, man, too blooming long. It has, so let's jump into it. So, um, Go for it, man, go for it. Uh, yep, so in season two, um, I'd like to know what's made my guests agree to come on the show. Um, so um, to start off, there's an easy easing in everything. Um What's decided to make you come on today? And um, I guess, has it intrigued you? Well, I, actually, um, uh, the reason why I wanted to come on the show for some time, uh, JC, is because I've always enjoyed listening to other people give their opinions on life and the world around them. Um, I also wanted to dig deep into my life and what makes me tick and keeps me going in these uncertain times, because times are tough at the moment. Um, who knows, maybe one day um, I might start my own podcast series because um, actually, in fact, you've actually inspired me um, slightly because it's nice to actually hear your voice and to open up about themselves. And I really enjoy your YouTube channel, which is, um, by the way, guys, it's the bearded YouTuber. But also, as you said, have a general chat with a very good friend of mine from my past work. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. So um, you were saying just a bit there, um, uh, like how we or how today will be opening up and everything does it um i guess scare you a bit to open up um when you have chats like this oh not really i say no no i'd like to um i like to talk about things that um which makes keeps me positive in uncertain times um things that make me upset obviously um and things that make me um just just yeah obviously in today's world and uncertain times Times are tough at the moment, and everyone's feeling the pinch at the moment. But you know, thankfully, we're going the right track now, which is nice. We're going, yeah, you know, we're going back to some normality, which is nice. Yeah, it really does feel nice to have some form of normality, even if it's just you know, uh, standing outside in a pub garden or something, <laughs> even when it's pouring down. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, we're just not locked up inside our own houses and everything like that. <laughs> well, exactly, JC. I tell, I tell you the truth. Somebody said to me at work saying that us humans, we're not designed to be kept indoors. We're meant to be outside, and we are. We're, we're meant to go outside. We're not, we're not caged animals. We don't like it. Yeah, we're, we're, you've got to have that form of connection. Even if, like mm. we're doing tonight, you know, we might be in our houses tonight, but we're having that form of connection, and that's what makes us strong and 
it keeps us going through tough times like this. That's it's, it's very true, JC. I'm, I'm further on into the and further into the podcast, I've um, I've answered that question very very well. I've I've said that the reason why um, we need to talk to people in in today's world. I'm very excited to hear it. So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I know you are a fan of the podcast, so uh, you know the first question that is coming. Well, uh, second question now, um, <laughs> if you want to get technical. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. Um, so um, when you were younger, what were some of the things that opened your eyes to a new perspective on how much positivity and perspective the world can offer you as a person? Well, um, I can start by saying, well, when I was younger, I always had a positive attitude to life in general. Uh, my family um, have stood by me through thick and thin, and uh, we still do to this very day. Uh, we look after each other and look out for each other, uh, no matter what's happening. Um, to the positive side of things, I only had a great perspective because of the areas, areas I grew up in, which was, um, for the first five years of my life, I lived in Coronham in Essex. And then I moved to Fobbing in Essex for six months. And I moved to Stanford Lee Hope in Essex for 25 years. Uh, so most of my life I lived in, you know, I'm, I've lived all my life in Essex, but most of my life I lived in Stanford Lee Hope. Uh, but then I moved up to Suffolk in 2015. And then I was surrounded by um, what helped me appreciate things like positivity of life and the world around me. Um, I was surrounded by beautiful Essex countryside, uh, which filled my passion for wildlife and conservation. Um, but then I learned from um, early on in my life, um, and still do to this day, how fragile our planet really is. It's because I've passed this on to my son now, which um, is really good because um, he's actually really good at, at um, recycling things. He puts things in the appropriate bin, and he's only two in a bit, and he's already learned how to do this, um, which he's learned from me and my wife, which is good. He's learned it so quick. And then to make my boy appreciate wildlife as well, and how important it is our world. And um, a perfect example is to enjoy nature's bounty, um, like blackberry picking is a favourite pastime we love doing as a family. And my mum and dad passed it on to me, and now I pass it on to my son, and he loves doing it. That's absolutely wonderful to hear, my friend. Wow. Mm. See, I've known you for such a long time, and <laughs> I'm still learning these things about you. It's, it's wonderful. That's you know, I, I feel that question is such a unique way to start and ease everything off. Um, so going on back to some of the answers there um, that you said, um, when you were younger, you ha always had this positive attitude to life. What would you say actually helped that then? Um, I just, just, just the way I was brought up, just the way my my mum and dad brought me up in the world. I was, um, I was brought up in in a very, very good and safe, warm household. So I, yeah, I was, I was absolutely fine, and um, that's the way my mum and dad have just brought me up, really. So, like, was um, you would say it was um, Essex, um, Stanford, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 sorry, dude. I, yeah, I lived, I lived in Essex um, most of my life. Well, actually, all my life, really. I lived in Essex for um, twenty-five plus years, and um, then I moved up here in twenty fifteen because of my uh, my job. Because I used to uh, my my job which I had to move up here for. Um, I used to be a care a support worker. Sorry for the National Autistic Society. And what would you say um, being, well, doing all that, uh, would you say it's made you see things in a new new positivity on how we can help um, people who are unfortunate? That, that's going to be a tough one to answer because um, it was, um, it, I won't lie to you, the job that I had was very, it was emotionally draining and physically draining because, um, because obviously you felt sorry for these people 
that you were looking after, but you made their lives a lot easier. And they had like, you know, you had like, you, you were pretty much like, cause the guys I worked with were nonverbal, some of them were nonverbal and they, you, they, obviously they couldn't talk. And basically you're like their voice and they, you know, they, they relay it back to you for their body language and their hands, like sign language, like Macaton, for example, that's a form of sign language. It helped them out a lot. And it's, um, yeah, I, and yeah, you know, I loved working there. It's just a shame I was made redundant, which was a real shame. Yeah, no, unfortunately, we do have these um, adversities that um, life does throw, does throw us. But it, um, from what you've done everything now, even saying about um, teaching your son about the recycling, putting everything into the correct bins and everything like that, mm. it's... Um, I really feel when he grows up to your age, he's going to be passing on all the lessons he's learned from you. So there'll be that lessons of positivity that get passed down, which is absolutely wonderful. Are you saying that I'm old, JC? I know, I'm, I'm, my, my friend, I've, I've got a beard. I'm, I'm starting to remember what Blockbuster was like, you know. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, yeah, I remember that Blockbuster. Yeah, good grief. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started. That's going back to my childhood now. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go uh, in the car and flip through the, you know, the CDs in the cases. Do you remember them? <laughs> I have still got CDs, dude. I still listen to them. Uh, I've been listening to Michael Jackson <laughs> and Dire Straits and Dire Straits. Oh god, yeah. Oh, I think that'll be like my go-to music when I become a dad or something one day. I'll have like a. <laughs> you, yeah, now you now I'm not showing my age now. Listen to Michael Jackson and um, Dire Straits. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so one thing that I was um, very uh, intrigued about as well that you said there, you, you said you had a passion for wildlife. I didn't know that about you. Um, please um, tell me more about that and what spurned it um, and how is it going for you? Oh, my, my passion for wildlife, actually, I can I can thank um, Sir David Attenborough, actually, um, from that, because um, when I was little, I used to watch his programmes and respects to him, uh, that used to make me go to sleep. But now, now I've grown up. Um, it's actually made me appreciate wildlife and appreciate, um, yeah, just appreciate the planet a lot more because we're only here for a short time and we need to look after the planet. And the planet's very fragile at the moment. It's very unwell. It needs healing. And one way or another, we are going to get the world back to normal and it will go back to normal one day. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it will. It, it will be wonderful um, when it all goes back to normal and... We can all put our feet up by a swimming pool um, somewhere <laughs> very nice or just a nice spa somewhere, you know. <laughs> That's very true, my friend. Very true. <laughs> so do you actually um, go and look out for particular animals in your wildlife passion as well? I, I do, actually. Yeah, yeah I'll go. I, I, um, I'm, a keen, I'm, a keen, I'm a keen photographer. I like to take um, photos of um, wildlife like um, like. Um, Oh, actually, no, actually, reverse that. It's actually, it's actually my wife actually is good at that. She's good at doing wildlife photography. I'm good at doing like people photography, like getting people's faces or people in action. Um, but my, my wife is really good with the camera. She can get some really good pictures. And uh, trust me, there's some good photos she's taking of some birds in the garden. We've had a, um, we've had some rare birds in the garden as well. We've had a lesser spotted woodpecker. Uh, we've had a few wrens. We've got uh, at the moment two nesting robins. We've had. Oh, I'm trying to think now. Uh, two, two. Um, obviously, they they used to be rare, but they're not anymore. We used to have. Um, uh, we've had some sparrows who've been nesting. So you know, our, you know, our garden is full of wildlife at the moment. It's nice. Oh, that is so cool! Like, uh, has your wife got a like a collage of the pictures and everything? I'd love to see them sometime when all this um, blows over. 
Yes, actually, I'm. I, I'm going to try to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to the process of emptying my memory card and my camera. I've got uh, one which is a 32 gigabyte one, so I've got over over 3,000 photos to go through. <laughs> oh, Jesus, <laughs> it's going to take a long time to go through that, my friend. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> as long as it keeps you busy and you're having fun, that's the main thing. <laughs> I do that after my son goes to bed. <laughs> <laughs> A nice um, glass of orange juice and just sit down and go through all the pictures. <laughs> well, was it? Well, actually, one night I was I was up up until one one o'clock and well, about quarter to two in the morning, emptying like only a tiny little memory card. But it took me so long because I had to get the camera ready for um, for some more photos I'm going to be taking. <laughs> took forever. Oh, Jesus, like you see the sun come up about halfway through or something. Yeah, <laughs> I need to yeah. go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I, I realised, I'm like, yeah, I need to go to bed because the sun's going to be coming up in five hours and I've only had five hours sleep. So, yeah, I think I better go to bed. <laughs> as long as you're having fun, that's the main thing. Definitely one of the topics of um, this mate, this show, you know, talking about your passions and what you love. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you, you, you're talking about um, how important recycling is um, at the moment, and it is vitally important. Um, a perfect example, um, you, you, know, you know the town centre? Yes. Um, there was um, a few years ago, this was shortly after I moved up here, it was about 2016 going 2017, uh, these, these guys were campaigning uh, to uh, recycle glass in, in Suffolk because down in Essex, we, we recycle everything. We can recycle glass, we recycle compost, recycle, well, that's vegetable matter, by the way. We recycle um, plastic and paper and cardboard. But they were, they were campaigning to recycle glass. And the thing was, I don't know why I didn't stop and talk to them about it because I really wish I did then because I'm, I was going to tell them that down in Essex where I'm from, we recycle glass. And over here, I know we've got bottle banks, so for example, by Tesco's, but we need, I think personally, we need to put our glass in our blue bins more often if the council allows it one day, and I hope they do. And then, you know, glass is vitally important to recycle at the moment because it's not a short supply, but... Um, what is it? My, my wife told me there's one metal that we're running low on at the moment. Um, aluminium is in short supply across the world right now. And it's very low supply. And um, we need to recycle more and more tin foil, which is made of that, out of aluminium. I didn't know that. Is, is there a reason why we've got a shortage of aluminium? No, I, I can't think. I can't, I'm trying to remember the actual reason, but I think because obviously um, planes are made out of aluminium. Which is a, it's, it's a light material, but it's incredibly strong. When it's bonded with rivets, it's incredibly strong. Interesting. I I, I was very oblivious to that. I hope um, we do get some um, a decent supply of it soon. Exactly, Jesse. No, there's um, another thing we're running low in this world at the moment. Um, um, my wife told me this actually. I didn't know it was, it was helium. We're running low on helium, so basically, you know, we've got to be careful how much helium we're using. And that doesn't mean, like, sucking up balloons, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, um, how do you feel that we can get back these um, supplies, then? Is there anything that we can do as individuals, would you say? Well, going back onto the topic of recycling, um, yeah, I, I'm... I'm, I'm I, 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 I talk, I've, I've talked to uh, my son about it, and... Um, Obviously, I took to in a bit. He can't understand it yet, but yeah, you know, I'm I'm teaching him the importance of how how we can you know how we can recycle our plastics and what they they're used for and uh, what our paper is used for, what our cardboard is used for, um, aluminium foil, as I said, uh, like tin foil, which is used for cooking. That that's recyclable because our local council here in 
West Suffolk recycles it, which is good. Um, um, one day, um, actually, I've, I've been taken into bottle banks and te- encouraged them to recycle glass, which is vitally important because you can reuse glass, which is, you know, you can drink from. It's, it's these things that we, um, I, I feel sometimes we as individuals might take it for granted. Mm. Um, and then we actually realize how much goes into recycling and how much we've evolved as humans to actually conserve our resources, you know? Mm. Well, going back into the topic about wildlife and all that, um, I've got, I've got such a passion for wildlife and conservation because I've, uh, I've seen, um, I've seen, obviously I've I've not seen it firsthand, but I've seen it on TV, how devastating we are being to the planet at the moment. And I think I'm not alone on this and when people listen to this podcast, that we need to reduce our carbon footprint one way or another. We need to, because we're only for a short time and, uh, this planet is very unwell at the moment. It needs healing. It needs it so badly. So is there one thing you could say today that we could all do as individuals, if no matter how big or small it might be? Um, I can't think of it at the moment, but just encourage people to just like, for example, like for short journeys, don't, if you've got a car, don't use your car. Just walk. Like, for example, where I live here in Newmarket, the co-op is about 10, 15 minutes, well, not 10 minute walk away. I can get there. I, I, and I, I, if it's obviously tipping down with rain, obviously I take the car. But if it's not tipping down with rain, it's a glorious sunny day, like tomorrow's going to be absolutely gorgeous, um, I'd, I'd walk to the co-op to get something. It's 10 minutes walk and it's fresh air. It does you good. It makes you live longer. <laughs> yeah. No matter how big or small, we can all do something. <laughs> That's very true, my friend. Yeah, no matter, no matter how big or small, you know, whatever you do in life has an impact on the planet. Or anywhere, like right now, we're an impact on the planet. We're using electricity. That's an impact. Yes, <laughs> as long as it's for a message of positivity and hope, it's being put to good use. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And going on to that topic, that's obviously further on into the podcast. We'll talk about that as well, yeah, because I've got a nice little message to people out there to listen to as well. <clears throat> very excited for it so um i guess moving on so i know one topic um you'd love to talk about today is family so uh how would you say your upbringings as a young individual from your family and your hometown made you into the individual you are today oh right now that that's that's a good one i like that one um i, I did some extensive research into that into, into the depths of my brain so right, <laughs> yeah no, yeah so my brain is sort of working um but, but I'll, I'll get into that one so basically my upbringing was very very good um i had my family and my extended family um with an easy distance as well so we could we could all get to each other um but we've all been very close um no matter what's happening in our lives, uh, we can call each other if there are any issues we need advice on, or just a general chat. Really, if we need advice or chat, it's good to yeah. I, I can talk. I can talk to. Obviously, I've got my wife. But I can talk to my mum and dad at a moment's notice if I need any help with anything, and my brother, which is nice as well. Um, but um, if I'm allowed to in this podcast, can I bring up my face? Um. To be honest, I'm not sure how we do that. Um, I, I can definitely promote it. I, I'll get a picture of, of you. You can send it to me and then I'll um, put it um, on social media if that's if that's all good. Uh, yes, if you'd like to, yeah. yeah. If you'd like to, yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just not sure how to do a um, 
bringing up her face right now. Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I said a faith. My faith. Oh, faith. Sorry, I thought you said face. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I've, I've spoke about faith in the past with um, some of my other guests. And uh, please, um, go ahead. This is all about you today, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you, Dean. I appreciate that. Right. Um, well, basically, I was brought up in the Church of England household. And um, my, my faith has helped me massively in my life. Um, it's helped me in dark times, but nothing bad. No, nothing bad at all. And in very good times, like um, my wedding and the birth of my son, pretty much, because um, those two occasions were probably the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. Um, but I was um, part of the Christian Union while I was studying as well. So it was lovely to meet fellow Christians as well and share our faith with each other. Um, it has been a massive part of my life, uh, but I can go on how much it has helped me. But I, I know we have, we're limited for time. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> no, but that, that's no, my, my faith um, has really helped me. I've been brought up as a Christian pretty much, so that, you know it's helped me out quite a lot in my life. That's that's great to hear. So, um, were you, um, I guess, were you adamant about it at the start to? Um, go into faith and learn about Chris like you said you were part of a Christian union as well mm. was that um a bit of a scary area for you to go into at first well that that actually goes on to um, a little bit further on the talk talks about um really trying to think the personal um, my personal adversity so I'll go into that later on if you like as well yeah no that's fine that's fine um and I know you also said your extended family as well um mm. Please talk more about them. Well, my extended family um, is like like my auntie and uncles and my godparents, and you know, um, I can I can message them anytime, and um, we, we always like to have a, lot, <laughs> a very long conversation. Trust me, I was on the phone before to my I was on the phone to before my um, my uncle before for an hour one time, just have a little chat and catch up with him and see what's what's happening with him in his life because. Um, yeah, there's been a lot happening in his life um, a while. Uh, this is quite a while back now, but he had a lot going on. And you know, to talk to somebody, he, obviously his wife was at work, and I said, "Can we have a chat?" And what would you want to talk about? <laughs> and definitely, like over an hour. So, um, it, it, I imagine it was great to have that connection again, right? Oh, trust me, it is. Dude, he, he's, he's my godfather too, and we've always had a very close connection. Me and my uncle, very close. So what would you say family really means to you as could you boil it down to five words or is it something more than five um, words? I, 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 I can I can I can tell you exactly what family means to me. Um, you probably um, family to me, JC, you probably would agree with this is everything to me. They're my whole world and I put them first above anything else in my entire life. That's absolutely wonderful to hear, my friend, and I really do fully agree with you there. Mm. <laughs> um, I can, I, I can, I can, ca I can carry on if you'd like. Do you want to carry on um, where where I've written it down? Yeah. Okay. Well, for example, for me, um, what's important at the end of the day, um, you probably agree with us. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor. It's it matters if you provide a safe, warm, happy place to live, and bread on the table, a roof over the heads. They say that money makes the world go round. No, that's not actually true, because in the last opinion, I think it's love. Love for the humanity out there, and the world needs it right now. It really that's that's wonderful, man. Look, that's one of the that's one of the main reasons I wanted you on today's show because I, I know we obviously You're haven't welcome. seen each other in a long time. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's fine, my friend. Um but I always knew that 
you wouldn't change like there's always that huge element of love and possibility uh, like positivity sorry that's always been there with you and um i'm really privileged to have you on today man oh it's an absolute pleasure i love i love being on here i've been listening to people um talk about um well, it's, well, ironically, it's called digging deep. They're digging deep into their own lives, which is nice, and digging into your life as well, which is nice. Thank you. I do try and make it about my guests, but um, <laughs> sometimes it, um, I do want to show my appreciation. <laughs> well, um, there, there, there's a classic line I, I love. Um, but basically, my when I was living in Essex, my parents let me just go and explore. They, they yeah, within reason, obviously. So I went to my, I went to like the sea wall, um, my great grandparents' old farm in Muckin. And visited my granddad as well, who lived only about five, about about ten minutes bike ride away. But if I was, I was obviously allowed out, out as late as I want, but within reason. So I had my mobile phone on me, so I knew where I was. Um, but for me, JC, I'm I'm a very proud Essex boy, South Essex boy, and um, I always will be. And as the saying goes, you can take the boy out of Essex, but never take the Essex out of the boy. And I'm proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> it will travel everywhere with you no matter how far you go <laughs> oh heck yeah yeah i'm proud i'm a proud, I'm a proud essex boy i am <laughs> I'm that way. To <laughs> um so moving on um what are some of the mm. lessons in terms of truth beauty and possibilities do you believe family teaches us to better ourselves as individuals for future endeavours? Well, actually, that's actually... Um, just on my phone there. That's actually... That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a really good question because I, I did um, quite a lengthy... Um, not a lengthy answer, but I did quite a good answer to that one. Where is it? There it is. Right. Uh, the question... Uh, that one, lessons. Um, the lessons my family have taught me in life are to be true to yourself and love one another and family comes first. The beauty side of things is that we my family and my extended family, is that we all love each other and take good care of each other no matter what's happening. And the possibility side is a, it's a tough one to answer because um, I might need you to answer that in a different way, if that's all right. Please, it's um, all about you tonight, my friend. Yeah, the possibility side, I don't know exactly what to, how, how to frame that one, really. But I'd, I'd say um, possibility sides, um, it teaches us, um, yeah, family teaches us, um, yeah, just 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 enjoy life as much as you can obviously life is hard at the moment and it's hard in general but you've got to enjoy it you got enjoy i know i know you know some people respectfully don't have family i know they don't and um obviously this message goes out to people on this podcast and, and you're not alone you're never alone if you need someone to talk to just pick up the phone and talk to like say the samaritans or something talk to them that, that you know they're day or night to help there'll always be someone out there to help it's it's mm-hmm. it's never a dark well there'll always be dark moments but it never stays dark like there's there's the dark before the dawn you know well i've heard of that expression many many times yeah, for example when you me and you used to work together um you you were going for quite a tough patch and um me, me and you obviously we're not we weren't allowed to talk very much on the shop floor but um, you just caught me out on a whim and when we're on our break together and we just sat and chatted for about half an hour and it's like what's wrong t- t- just talk to me what's wrong I remember that actually wow mm. I've got a very good long term memory you really do mate wow god <laughs> you're probably going to start calling me Dory or something now from Finding Nemo <laughs> Short term memory loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not to say I've like not appreciated anything, any moments I've had with you, my friend. Don't worry. <laughs> no, it's an absolute pleasure, my man. Don't you worry about it. 
Um, so you did say for one of the lessons in terms of truth was um, being true to yourself. Um, how would you say that? Um, I, I'm actually, I guess it, a better way to word it, I'd say, sorry, is um, what helps you be true to yourself as an individual in everyday life? Um, well, I would say being true to myself, uh, just just uh, wake up, wake up, and enjoy enjoy the day as much as you can. That's all you gotta do. Just wake up, be thankful you're alive, and get on with it. Because <laughs> I feel every day is well, obviously every day is a new day, but you never know what's gonna happen in this day. Well, that, that, that's very true, JC. Um, uh, uh, you just you don't know what the future is going to hold because. Um, um, for example, in Back to the Future, he goes back in time and he meets his parents. And the thing is, if you go back in time and see your parents as like teenagers and that, how would you be able to explain to them who you are? And you have to, you obviously would have to lie. But if you go forward in time in the future, it would actually kind of shock people, really. They'd be like, hold on a minute, am I really going to be doing this for the rest of my life? And then you see yourself, you're like, ooh, <laughs> I don't want to end up looking like that or doing yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, you know I actually have thought about that um, more than once. I will hold my hands up more than once and <laughs> think if I did have a DeLorean and went back to see my parents when they were kids, um, and say, um, "You don't know me, but I'm going to be your son in the future." Like, mm. um, I mean, I wouldn't want it to create a time paradox where I wouldn't be born and things like that. But I would just love to see their reactions. You know. <laughs> That's, that's a perfect example, yeah, because um, if you go back in time, how will you be able to explain to your parents who you really are? Like, because, uh, for example, Michael J. Fox's character, Martin McFly, had to lie who he was. And it's like, um, hold on a minute, how am I going to get around this? <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it would be fantastic to go back in time. I mean, there's obviously, I'm, I'm sure me and you both have thought of so many things that we would do, but um, just to experience these things in the past as well. Mm. But it, it also makes me, going back to what we were saying, you said about being true to yourself and waking up and enjoying each new day as much as you can. You don't know what's going to come your way, if, if it's good or bad. It's you. You have to accept that you're still alive, and you've been blessed with another day to wake up and go and experience something new in this world. You know, that, that that's very true, JC. That there, there's a quote. Obviously, when we talk about uh, the next topic, but there's a quote I live by, and it's by my own self. I think people can relate to this. But I live each day as though it's my last on this planet. I do. I love every single day I'm alive. Every second, every microsecond, every minute, every hour, every day I enjoy life on this planet because we're only here for a short time and we got to enjoy it yeah I mean that's one thing I always got about you my friend like every time I saw you in person you always had a smile on your face and you still do and <laughs> you can I, hear it from I, you can hear it on here <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm just like I, I've got to, I've got to pick this guy, guy's brain more. Like the amount of positivity this guy is filled with, like it, it's just ridiculous. And I, I want to learn more. And that's what it's all about, you know, talking and learning from other people's experiences. That's that's very that's very true, JC. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> you, uh, you 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 need to you need to keep an open mind because people are suffering out there right now, and you need to. Um, you, you need to like get to the bottom of it sometimes. I, I know people 
uh, don't like to talk about like their mental health. And obviously, we'll go further. On, we'll talk about that further on into this podcast. But um, mental health for me is a massive issue right now. And yeah, the NHS can only do so much to help you. They can. Yeah, I feel sometimes like with what you said the nhs can only help you so far but you've mm. also got, got to want to help yourself you know yeah you, you you got you got to fight that personal demon i know it's i know it's hard i know people I, i've known people who have suffered depression and uh, um, anxiety attacks and sorry yes hacks and uh, it's not nice I've, I've seen it firsthand and it made me almost want to cry with them and i'm like all right let's just talk about this let's sit sit down and let's talk about it I'm really honoured to call you a friend, man. It's... Well, send me a man. Much <laughs> love you. to you. Much love to you. <laughs> Much love. So I know you did say sorry as well, that um, it also helps to keep an open mind. What would you say um, if there's anything really that stands out for you that helps you to keep an open mind as an, as an individual? Sorry, what do you mean by that, Jason? Um, is there something that helps you to... Um, keep an open mind about what people are going through or hearing new stories and life lessons. Yeah, I can name a perfect example. Um, when I was working at Wix, um, I think actually it might have been you. Like, like I, I could see something was wrong. You, you, your body language was a little bit down that day. And I'm like, there's something going on there. And, uh, and as I said earlier in the podcast, um, me and you, luckily we had a break at the same time and we, um, you know, I just sat, I sat down, had something to eat. You had something to eat, and um, I, you just opened up on me. You 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 just you just talked to me, and I, yeah, and uh, I I've offered I offered you so much advice that day. I can't remember what it was about, but I offered you so much advice. And the next day, you came up to me um, after, after um, during the shift, and you just said to me, "Thank you so much for all your help. You made you made my day yesterday." And I, I woke up feeling refreshed, had a good night's sleep, and and you feel ready to face the day. I remember that very, very well, man. Mm. It's uh, sorry, that's uh, digging deep for me a little there, my friend. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. If you, if if you need, if you need a moment, you can have a moment. If you need to cry, you need to cry. That's that's a good good way of venting out. If you need to cry, you need to cry. Some people do. Yeah, it's um, we can't unfortunately always hold it in. Um, no, you shouldn't. You shouldn't hold it in. Yeah, Let, letting it out is always such a fantastic outlet. <laughs> absolutely, my friend, absolutely. Um, so, uh, moving on, actually, sorry. Um, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fine. <laughs> um, so, what, um, like I said, it's, one, it's main, one of the main things that's always surprised me um, about you is your, like, your truly positive attitude in some of the most negative of environments or... Um, you know, listening in today, who you know, I'm sure, will say the same thing. I've always been curious, what's your secret to stay positive when life gives you times of adversities when, you know, others wouldn't? <laughs> well, I was actually waiting for that question, uh, JC. It's actually a good one. I like that one. Um, I've, had many, I've had many, many people ask me that question uh, my whole life, actually. And sure, I really don't have an answer. I've just, I've always had a natural way of being happy with no reason, actual, no reason at all behind it. I've always, although in sad situations, obviously, I've been upset, but in, in the general, I've always been a happy person. Um, in truth, 
my my mum, my dad, my brother have said this um, that I wear my heart on my sleeve. You probably have noticed that with me, um, which means I don't like to hide my emotions from you. And it's not a real secret. I've always been a positive person. And there's no stopping me. I can't. I can't stop it. Really, like, I, I, I never think you will be able to. I mean, I still. Um, excuse me. I um, like still speak about you <coughs> at work to some of the old colleagues and saying things like, oh, you know, I wish other people could meet Chris and just always see how positive he is, like always willing to lend an ear to someone, always l- willing to lend his shoulder to cry on if someone needed it. Um, and I-, I do hope more people in the future will actually experience you as a person and as a friend to uh, uh, just to see how positive you are in this world. It's, it's It will always get me, my friend. It will always get me. <laughs> Thank you very much, JC. That's that's very, very thoughtful of you to say that. I think I'm quite emotional myself, you saying that. Oh. <laughs> I'm a soppy old git I am. Um, <laughs> no, um, for, for example, um, I've just, um, a couple of days ago, I was obviously, obviously at the moment wearing masks. People can't see us smiling under them, but they can see that, for example, your, your cheekbones tighten up. They can see that you're smiling under there and they can hear your tone of voice. I had a lovely customer come up to me, one of the airmen, and he said to me, you know, I absolutely love coming in here because you, I can hear it under your mask that you've always got a smile on your face. You're always happy to see me because he's one of the regulars as well. And it's like, well, it's my absolute pleasure to serve you, sir. My absolute pleasure. Doing a wonderful service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's serving his country. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very honoured to you know, make sure he's serving water pretty much all, all the time. Yeah. So he's got some food in his belly. Always keeping him fighting fit. <laughs> Quite literally, yeah, fighting fit. <laughs> um, um, oh, sorry. Yes, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to. I was going to. I was just going to finish off. Um, f- finish off. Um, on on the happiness front. If you want me to carry on, do you want me to finish that? Oh, of, of course, my friend. Please. Right. So basically, um, I think what people like me is I'm a good listener. I love to smile. I've got good manners and good humour. And as you said, a shoulder to cry on if needed. Um, I can have a perfect example of making someone's day. Back when I was working for Wix, uh, Paul, as you know, who was the manager at the time, uh, was having a tough day. Um, he looked over from the uh, Titanic position, as we called it. I don't ask why it was called that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you remember that one, don't you? The Titanic yeah. position. <laughs> and so we're smiling, being happy and polite to our customers uh, on the till point. Um, he, he told me later in the day um, how bad his day was going because I went up there to get um, get my... Um, get something from a locker and uh, he said after seeing me naturally being happy he felt much better and he said his day went a whole lot smoother and it's like well I do try boss I do try (laughs) well you try and succeed my friend it is very 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 contagious I mean um... (laughs) (laughs) so you can even hear it on here that I'm laughing and smiling I wish you could see my smile as well my friend (laughs) I will one day we'll meet up again one day I very much look forward to it. <laughs> Same here, my man. Um, but um, I'm just going to—I'll finish off the happiness part. But basically, the secret to life for me, as as I said before, is to make each day count. Even when life is hard, take a moment, just yourself, and think. Go and have five minutes to yourself, and take a deep breath, and realize how precious really life is. Because we're only here for a short time on this beautiful blue marble called Earth. And I'll give you and your listeners a quote which I live by, JC. I live each day as though it's my last on this planet. Life is very precious. Don't waste it. And in short, I had so many people ask me, 
why I'm so happy all the time. And my simple answer, and I think you'd agree with this one, is enjoying life to the full. It's very, very true. It's, yeah. it's wonderful because, you know, um, I feel when sometimes life gives you these ti- these times of adversities, you can it, it really brings you down because you're not ready for it. But when you, like you said, take five minutes to yourself and go and appreciate how wonderful life really is like you've given been given this opportunity to go and live a full life and go and experience things mm. and um see see f- where we came from and travel and experience new cultures and do wonderful things with your life that just that there's so many things that you can do and it's just not a standard you know a nine to five and go home. There's, there's so much more possibilities that we can really achieve. And uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very true. What you said, very true. No, I'm, I, um, yeah, I, I, as I said earlier in this podcast, I said that, um, no, it's, it's, I don't think money does make the world really go around at the moment. It's love and it is, it is love. It's love for the humanity out there and uh, love for your, fe- sorry, I don't mean this in a sexist way, but love for your fellow man. And, um, you know, you've got to look after each other. In today's world, you know, times are tough. You've got to look after each other. You've got to reach out and tell people that if you need someone to talk to, just come to me. Just have a chat. For, for example, I can name for exa- another example. On base recently, um, she's now on tour. She's gone to Jordan, um, one of the um, one of the air women. And she um, she was really, really struggling at one point. And um, I was with like, a counsellor, pretty much. And... Um, I just let her vent out to me and talk to me what was wrong, what was bothering her. And um, I, I t- offered her some advice and, and she took it away. And, um, and yeah, she felt so much better. She came out to me the next day and she said, I feel so much better. I feel so much better for it. You really have left such a positive mark on this world and there's still a lot more positivity to be, positivity to be left by you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, my man. Uh, my, my boy is very happy. He's, he's definitely been blessed with that. With that, He's definitely been blessed with my positivity, I can tell. Even though when he's, although when he's a pain, I love him. <laughs> Keeping you up at night. <laughs> well, not the one that he's fast asleep. <laughs> That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so, st- staying on the um, topic of hard times, um, mm. what would you say are some of the personal hurdles you've had to overcome in your life to get where you are um, in your life today with your wonderful wife and baby boy? Um, I can name, I can name a perfect example um, about that. Um, my, my own personal adversities, um, I can say, you probably would agree with this on this one because we've all suffered it, is anxiety. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, we've all had our anxieties. Um, I don't think I'm alone on this one because many people have different levels of anxiety. Um, luckily, mine has been very low, um, but I've, I face this every day of my life, um, ranging from job interviews and meeting new people for the first time. Now, that did get me very anxious because um, I had no idea um, when we went for an interview for Wix, I had no idea it was going to be a group interview. I thought it was going to just be one-on-one. And when I see a big group of people, I'm like, oh, crud. Oh, no. Yeah, that was the same with me. I thought, oh, God, uh, a bunch of new people. Um, be polite, be polite, and just don't just do not do anything silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very true, very true, my friend, very true. Yeah, we've all, we've all suffered it. Um, I can, I've, I've actually beaten 
my personal anxiety, which is, um, for example, when I was at when I was at university, which was like like, like my college, but I, I played at university. But um, going out of my comfort zone by meeting new people who I've made friends for life still, and they're still I'm still in contact with them to this day. And um, then I'm and then also meet my future wife as well. That 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 I really pushed my anxiety out the window with that one. It's always that special woman that you know. No matter how terrible of a day that you've had, she'll always be able to make you smile without fail. Oh, tr- trust me, JC. Um, my wife makes me very, very happy, and she does. She, she's she's my rock. She's my rock, and I, I I love her so much. That's wonderful to hear, my man. Like, I, I hope I manage to find mine one day. <laughs> you will, my friend. You will. There's plenty, of, as they say, there's plenty of fish in the ocean. You just got to find them, and there will be someone out there for you. <laughs> so I guess um, this leads on to a segue for the uh, next question um, about achieving what you'd want to in each day. But what um, would you say are three things you'd like to achieve in each day when you wake up, and why are they personal to you? Right, I've got I've got a free I've got three of them here. I've got an actual list. So basically, right, first one is enjoy life and live to the fullest. Although life can be stressful at times. Just think how lucky we are to live here on this tiny planet in the middle of a galaxy. In the middle of nowhere, pretty much. Um, and I know, JC, you're going to love this. Um, <laughs> love this. And it's going back onto the topic of it. Stay positive. Smile more. And be happy as, as much as you can. Even times are tough. Pass positive vibes to people. It really does make a difference. Um, and my final one is family again. Hold them near and dear to your heart and never let them go. It's important right now to be surrounded by people um, who, who love you. And they love you back, not just for your emotional state, but physical state as well. And um, never underestimate the power of a hug. That's one of the best things to do at the moment. Or a face-to-face chat, a FaceTime chat, a Skype chat. It helps out so much. And obviously, we can't hug properly at the moment. But if you wear your mask, you'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah, we've got to listen to... um the scientific knowledge and research that's gone into everything and we'll, we'll get there in the end <laughs> we will we will we will one day my friend we will we'll, we'll go back to, as we are going back to some normality which is nice uh, so i know you said uh, never underestimate the power of a hug um what, what do you feel a hug gives off to someone else when you do, when you actually give that well, that actually ties in with my uh, the, the the next um, next um, personal adversity that does. So basically, uh, I've written down here and said that I've, I've brought one method I can recommend, and if they're comfortable with it, give that person a hug. People people even get paid for doing it for a living. They get actually get paid for hugging people. But even if it's for thirty seconds or five minutes, never underestimate the power of a warm, compassionate hug. It really does help mentally and physically. It does it. Um, I remember seeing it on the news not long ago. Um, they brought a scientist in, and um, it was on BBC Breakfast, and and the psychologist in. And I'm like, why are you bringing them in? You don't need to talk about um, that, um, like the power of a hug with a psychologist and a scientist. We know it's good for you. Just do it. <laughs> Plain and simple, and it, it really does get the job done. It does, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think we all we, we all need that now and then. Like we just we just need that like that that level of human contact, that that warmth. I think that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, warmth. Yeah, perfect. You know, it, it might feel like a cold world outside, but once you have someone there willing to share their warmth with you, 
it goes a very long way. You will not believe how much um, a power a hug goes, man. It is, it's indescribable. Uh, so I guess um, this also can lead into um, it's a it's a nice segue talking about hugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are three beliefs you hold dear to yourself and why? Sorry, can you say that again? Uh, what are three beliefs you hold dear to yourself and why? Uh, three beliefs. Um, I would say um, it's um, three things that are personal to me. I'd say is um, breathe and enjoy life to the fullest. It's important uh, to me to every day to live life to the fullest. And even though we're living hard times at the moment, um, enjoy life. Um, I, I know, JC, you're going to love this, but just just stay positive. That's what you got to do. You got to stay positive. You just got to keep keep, keep going because times are tough at the moment. Um, um, provide a safe and warm place for your family to live in if you've got a family, obviously. Um, but but by keeping a roof over their, over their heads, putting bread on the table, paying the bills on time, uh, making sure there's money in there as well. Um, make sure that there's food in the cupboards and that so that um, yeah, basically us three, me and my wife and my kid, um, we are fed and watered every day. And I made a promise to uh, my wife a long time ago that I said that nobody in our household will go hungry as long as I'm around. And I'll provide for them as much as I can. Uh, and the final one um, um, is, is I'm, I'm going back onto it again, is, is family. Hold them near to, to your heart and never let them go. It's important right now to be surrounded by people who we love and who love you. And not just for your emotional state, but your physical state as well. And um, never underestimate the power of a hug and a good long chat. It helps so much. It really does. And they've truly gone a long way for you, my friend. <laughs> they certainly have, my man. Certainly have, my friend. Certainly have. Um, so, moving on now, uh, what makes you believe we should celebrate our own personal adversities when we are forced to face um, forks in our own personal road life? All right. Okay. I can figure that one because um, um, it's quite a lengthy one. Do you want me to um, say something about that one? Yeah, of course. Um, like I said, this is all about you, my friend. All right, my man. Okay. Right, well, just quickly going back on to um, personal adversity um, um, of anxiety. I can answer, for example, this is another one which I, I've suffered. In the middle of 2013, um, I was about to give up on my, on, um, my driving lessons um, because they were getting harder and harder, and my anxiety levels were going through the roof. They really were at an all-time high. So at that point, I spoke to my mum and dad for over, over an hour, just sat down, had a chat, and decided the hell with it. I carried on through and I passed my theory test first time and uh, passed my driving test first time. So basically I beat my anxiety in that. And it was, yeah, it was very hard for me. My, my anxiety that day was very high when I passed my driving test. But obviously you would be nervous during that time. It's probably the hardest test you ever do in your life. Jesus, wow. Over an hour talking like, um, so what was mm-hmm. that conversation entailing? Did it sort of um, just calming you down for the test and everything like that? Yeah, yeah. It, it literally, it was just, it was just to calm me down and uh, say, are you, re- you, you sure you want to give up on your driving lessons? Because obviously I've, I've done, I mean, I've done quite a few. I, I was up to the, I was up to test level, test standard. And um, I'm like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I've, I've had enough. And, uh, and I'm just, I'm like, no, I've had enough of it. I don't want to do any more. And then I sat down with my mum and dad, just had a nice long chat with them. And they said, are you sure you want to do that? I'm like, no, I don't really. I don't know. I can't make my mind up. And then, you know, just sat down. And my brother came in and we had a chat. And, 
yeah, thank goodness he taught some sense to me. All three of them did, and they taught some sense to me. And they said, you need to do this for future jobs. You go, go and do it. Come on, you know you can do it. You know you can push it. And sure enough, I passed my driving test first time. With nothing, nothing on the plate. Clean slate. That's wonderful. So I guess it was like it opened that new door for you to. I, I guess that was before you came to Suffolk, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was um, two years before I moved up here. Wow. So, uh, you know, I think that that always makes me think as well. Um, for example, if you never did pass your test and you wanted, you went ahead with giving up. Um, we we more than likely wouldn't have been recording this episode today like because I, I don't think we would have ever met you know i think it's funny how life can work out like that sometimes that's very true my friend i've i've seen you a few times before i met you you used to work at waitrose and i, I recognized you um, when you came for that in- when you when you came for the um, joint interview i'm like hold oh, a minute i know that is that's that's jesus it's jc <laughs> Yeah, with my uh, long hair and everything like that. <laughs> I've not seen you since you had your hair cut, dude. You look very smart now, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. I appreciate that, my friend. <laughs> You're welcome, my man. You're welcome. No, um, um, no but, um, for example, um, the reason why I, I pushed myself to the um, passport one test because, um, because not only because um, certain jobs I was eyeing up required a clean driving license, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the other reason why I am, um, wanted to do it it's because i wanted to drive up and um, bring my girlfriend at the time my girlfriend uh d- down um down to essex you know spend the weekend with her and yeah the, it was shortly after i had my got my car um it's about about actually what was it i got my car like the monday and on the friday i was driving up to suffolk to pick her up and then driving back down again and i did that oh i did that for like two years straight that was like 77 miles there 77 miles back on a friday night and it was like it was like 300 miles <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, it was wow. Like, yeah, it's a 150 mile journey there and back, and uh, you know, I, I even made my mum nervous because she she didn't know what I was going. to you know, obviously I told her when I got got to um, got now my wife. Now I got to my wife's house, absolutely fine, perfectly safe. But then I told her I was on my way home, and it's like, oh god! So he clearly my mum's anxiety was flaring up at that point. It's a mother's love. It never ends. I've been told. <laughs> no, no, it, it's a, it's a never never ending dying love. Never ending dying love. That's wonderful. So, like, um, actually, personally, when you were, you know, you felt you passed, and you felt like the world was your oyster. Did you feel? How did you feel? Like, um, was, was it scary for the first time driving? Um, I won't lie to you. Yes, the first time I drove on my own, I had my own car at that point. I said, "I don't know if I bought my own car." Um, I I remember driving down to um, on the A13 down to Dagenham, and um, um, I was on my own. I was going towards the opposite cock roundabout. I know, don't don't laugh at the name. I know it sounds funny. <laughs> it's all good, my friend. I don't judge. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure you don't. <laughs> no, but I, I drove down there. I drove on. I drove down to Grays as well on my own, and I'm like. Okay, this this is fine. This this is this is good. I'm I'm all right. I'm so far so good. And I won't lie to. You, I was very nervous. I was very nervous for the first time because obviously you don't have a driving instructor by your side. You don't have anyone telling you to take the next left or take the next right, take the third exit and the roundabout. And it took um, <clears throat> excuse me, it took a little bit getting used to that. Did and uh, after after about about four or five goes down going down to Dagenham down to Grays on my own I got the confidence after uh, I got myself a sat now I got the confidence enough to drive up to bloody um bloody Suffolk on my own 
so that uh, after those first couple tries and uh, you didn't have any more mess in your trousers after that uh... <laughs> yeah that, put it vividly yeah i didn't i didn't crack my pants <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> Oh, it's all uh, scary, this growing up malarkey. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get me started, man. Don't forget, I'm older than you. Yeah, oh, God. I'm, 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 my mate, I'm going to be like 30 in a couple of years' time. It scares the living hell out of me every day, thinking about birthdays. <laughs> don't see, I'm 32 this year, man. Come on. <laughs> You're making me feel a lot better here. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, you're talking about the uh, um, personal adversity um, that um, p- h- h- um, the, the, probably on the question that uh, people people um, celebrate their personal ones. Do you want to go into that? Uh, yes, um, that, that'd be great, actually. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, I think we should face our personal adversities head on. Um, for example, and it is a big one right now, is depression. Um, I've had four very, very close to my, friends of mine struggling with depression and three of them were actually on medication for it so um yeah it was it was quite serious you know, you know if you're on medication for depression obviously there's some serious problems there it's obviously it's anti um what's the word um um anti-sadness tablets pretty much that's what it's called pretty much it stops you from being sad um but i'm happy to report um that they, these three people actually have actually fought and beat depression, which makes me very, very happy because one of them now, and I won't say his name, but one of them um, now is actually a full-time wrestler with WAW, which is World Association of Wrestling. That's basically where um, the wrestler uh, Paige, WWE wrestler Paige is from. And he has a girlfriend now, a full-time, you know, a beautiful girlfriend. And, you know, he's very lucky. He's very lucky to have that. Um, the other one lives in Jersey and um, he has a girlfriend as well. And I've known these two for 13 years. Uh, the other is 12 years. And the last one I've known for three years. I'm still in contact with them to this day. Wow. Yeah, I'm still in contact with them. Um, well, I'm, I'm still in contact with pretty much all, all the friends I made from um, college, uh, Stroke University. I've made, I've made friends for life. I'm still in contact with them to this day. You know, I think that's when you know they really, truly are true friends, and it's not like someone that you mm. say, for example, just met off the cuff, and um, it's you know they're that special friend that you'll always keep in contact with, and no matter how, say, if you leave like a two month gap of not talking, and then someone drops a message, it's like you the conversation never stopped because you were you're that great of friends, you know. <laughs> I can name a perfect example. My good, my good friend who lives out in Jersey. Um, he, he can legally live out there, by the way, because he's got a Jersey passport. He was born in Jersey. Um, for example, we don't talk sometimes, like for two, three, even three months sometimes. And we're on the phone, even FaceTime. We're on the phone for about the longest I've been on the phone to him was about an hour and forty-five minutes, almost two hours. And we just we just chatted, we just talked, and talked about life, talked about what's going on with our lives, what we're doing. And it was lovely because we, you know, he's, yeah, as I said, he, he's actually part, apart from my wife, obviously, who's my best friend, he's one of my closest friends. And the other one who's in WAW, he's one of my closest friends. And I've known him for a very long time. And when I was studying, he was, he was very alone, very alone. And I felt sorry for him. And I just sat with him one day um, well, and I offered him my card for, for a meal, for lunch. I said, go on, 
go and get, go, go and get something to eat. And sure enough, he came back and he had a full blown, full course dinner. <laughs> and yeah, ever since then, you know, me and him have been pretty much very close. We've been like joined at the hip. We we we, we speak to each other regularly. Um, and uh, the other one I've known for three years um, is you, actually, JC. It's you. You're you're one of the people I still talk to to this day. Wow, that's that's really taken me back. Thank you. Yeah, you're one of my, you are one of my closest friends, man. Because, like, for example, me and you've been talking back and forth on WhatsApp, which I like because that's a form of communication. You're talking to people. You're venting out to people. You're talking to what your problems are and what you're suffering from. And it's like, come on, talk to me. Bring it in. Just bring it in. And it, you know, you realise that it's not all that bad once you know there there are people like yourself. You realise there are people like yourself in this world, my friend. Oh, thank you. It's my absolute pleasure, my man. Um, well, I, I was going to say that um, basically that um, I think personally we should talk about things like 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 I know I know it's a sensitive subject, and I can probably reach out to those viewers with, who, who listen to your podcast. I can say I know depression is a very sensitive to, a subject to talk about, but you really should talk about it because don't let it eat you up inside because it will destroy you and it will get worse over time. And talking to someone else to vent out really does help putting that in big capital letters really oh, does have. help i really have I've, on this bit of paper right here i've put really does help in big <laughs> bold letters and it does because i've actually personally i've had people actually cry on the phone to me and i tried to make them feel better i give them words of encouragement from my heart the advice from my heart and my, my mind tells me what to say and my heart's telling me it's the same thing and i i can tell you um what people right need right now is a voice and someone to talk to and it really does help it really does you know i think the gold heart emoji they they it was molded after your heart mate (laughs) i do do try my friend i do try it really does come through (laughs) oh well i can i can name for example um you, you, you obviously know amanda yes Amanda was going through really tough times at one point, and um, I said to her, "Just come and talk to me. What's wrong?" And we we just sat down, had a little chat, and and then she actually well, obviously this was long before COVID, and then she gave me a hug afterwards. She gave me a really nice, you know, really really nice friendly hug, just saying thank you. I feel a lot better now. I said, "Yeah, so this is what you need to do. You need to vent out. You need to vent out. If something's bothering you, you need to talk to people." Luckily, luckily, in my position, I've got um, you know when I get home from work, I can I can talk to my wife very very briefly because obviously I get back not terribly late, but I get back late and I need to debrief. It's called debriefing. It's another form of venting. It's called debriefing. You need to let people know what you've been suffering from that day, what problems you've had, and I think personally, you need to you need to, you need to talk to people. I like that, the the debriefing thing. You know, you're not just coming home and being by yourself. You say, how was your day? How do you feel? Mm-hmm. I like that. I've never really thought of it like that, to be honest. Uh, well, a perfect example, um, I like to say this word, tonight. I noticed that. I like to say, um, perfect example, for example, um, I'm, some people like to go on video games. Like, like, like They like to blow to think people up on GTA 5. <laughs> That's a good way of getting your own out. It is perfect. You know, you're not... Um, committing a crime or anything you're just um letting it out in the virtual world 
Yes, I don't you even get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, um, as, as, as I said, when when people talk to me, I I like to like give them the advice from the heart. I don't like. To, I don't. I just sit there and just listen, and I'm like, "What's wrong? Talk to me." It does help. I, I feel that's definitely come across tonight with me. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good because obviously in this podcast, obviously you dig deep as well, so it's just nice. It goes both ways. <laughs> Absolutely, my man. Um, yeah, we'll go on to the next topic, if you want to. Yes, of course. Um, so uh, how would you say becoming a father has affected your view on how you see the world? Uh, well, being a parent is a massive responsibility, and you should never take it for granted. It's um, it's a blessing and a joy of a lifetime to be a parent, in my personal opinion. It's also made me appreciate life a lot more. Uh, appreciate the world we all live in a lot more and how hard it is out of being a parent in these uncertain times because it is hard it is because you obviously got to provide for your your, for your loved ones you got to provide for your family so how would you say that what what have you seen differently then since your since the birth of your son i've seen like um like um the world change around him i've seen like um like 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 for example what um um for oh, example, um, like like example, like um, the sea re- sea levels are going up; they're rising, and it's frightening because probably because um, probably not before long, yeah, you know, that won't those ice caps won't exist anymore, and that's a scary prospect. Things like that won't exist anymore, and um, things like that, you know, my, my son won't enjoy; he won't appreciate. You want to make sure that he's got a lot of things to appreciate when he's your age. Mm-hmm. Oh, for example, like the Amazon rainforest, that's been destroyed by, I think that's, I think I remember right, I remember reading it quite a while back now, like this is not going back to like 2000 or 90, not in the 1990s, but I read up that like 10 uh, football fields are cut down every day, 10 fully, fully sized football fields. That's 300 feet, mate. That's disgusting. Jesus. I know, it's disgusting. Absolutely revolting. And us humans are doing that. The human race is doing that. We're destroying the lung of the world, pretty much, and we can't do that. Yeah, we've got to preserve things and how mm. what they've given us. You know, it's not that we can just cut it down and <sighs> I don't know how to word it. Um... <laughs> appreciate it more. Yeah, appreciate. It. I think that's the word you're looking for, isn't it? Appreciate. It. That's the one. You know, like with old buildings as well, we keep them up. We we go and appreciate the history that that they've got behind them and everything, you know. Mm. Well, for example, you, 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 and I think it was a good friend of your your brother. You went back to your old school, and I'm like, good grief! I can imagine what that school looked like in its heyday. Oh God, I remember doing that. Yeah, that was that. I think that was last year, actually, if I'm not mistaken. And oh well, it's it's nice to go and appreciate what the road that you've been on to make you the person you are today, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 I mean, you can look back at the past, but only to appreciate it. Not if it's going to drag you down or anything like that, you know, saying like, Oh, this is what I used to do here. Or, Oh, I used to, for example, um, sometimes, well, I, I, when I was younger, moving up to middle school, I was ridiculously scared and, it it was hard for me, and now going back to look at like where I bought my first chocolate milk by myself, like fifty p, <laughs> you know, I'm like Jesus, you know, I've come such a long way, and I've grown up with so much confidence, and 
it's great to appreciate those things, you know. <laughs> but, well, that, that that's going back on the topic. Like uh, earlier, we were saying we're going back back in time. Like if you go back in time to like, like say, like say, say, say for example, twenty years ago, uh, it was two thousand and one. I was just about to start secondary school, and I don't want to go back in time and tell myself this is what your life is going to be like because uh, um, they've done uh, recently they've done on Formula One. Um, they've done like um, Lewis Hamilton is now like a seven-time world champion, and they've gone back. He's gone. He's basically done like a little note to himself from like 2000 and um, or was it 2007? He joined Formula One, or what Formula One was like, and then to now, and he's saying, "Don't." You know, he's, he's basically saying what what, what it was like for him in the ten plus years he's been in Formula One, what it was like for him, and what the upbringing was like in Formula One, and how different it was for him. Yeah, you you appreciate it and the road that you had to be on to get where you are. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Don't don't get me wrong about that, man. Don't get me wrong. Uh, so moving on, actually, now, um, mm. if you could step into one person's shoes for the entire day, who would it be, and what would you hope to learn from them in their life? Well, that's actually a really good one because um, me and my me and my wife were trying to debate that one, and I can name a perfect example. Um, um, there's many people's shoes I'd like to step in, but I personally like to say life of an astronaut is my main one. It's my lifelong dream. Um, they get to see the Earth in all its glory, the oceans, the clouds, the different countries without any borders. Uh, you literally got the universe at your fingertips. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just finish this sentence, but I've got to tell you what, what I heard from one of the astronauts. Um, seeing stars 100 times brighter on Earth than you see on Earth it must be and seeing the sunrise and sunset every 90 minutes must be an awesome sight um, if I was chosen to go up I would most certainly not turn it down it would change my uh, it would be a life changing experience and I would write a book about it and it's an experience um, that would stay with me until my last breath on this Earth because it would actually make me appreciate and love our planet a whole lot more and try to do my bit to reduce my carbon footprint a lot more as well wow yay now that you actually say that, uh, I could really, uh, you know, seeing the sun come up every single day and going back down. Wow, God! Every ninety minutes, my friend. Every ninety minutes. Wow. Um, I I said about the universe at your fingertips. Um, there was an astronaut who just came back um, recently, actually, uh, on um, oh, I can't remember the, the rocket now on on the Dragon, uh, which I've been following on on. Um, Oh, I can't remember what its name now. Resilience. That was it, Resilience. And he said that um, one of the most awe-inspiring sights he saw was uh, the ISS was just going to the dark and um, out of the window, out of the cupola, he could see the Milky Way. Whoa. He could see the Milky Way. And obviously up there, there's no light pollution up there. You can, And the stars are 100 times brighter than you see on Earth. Like, on Earth, you just see like white bob, blobs. But up there, you see like like you see the greens, you see the oranges, you see all the different colours. You see, you, you pretty much literally, if you hold your hand out, you're pretty much holding the whole universe in your hand. Just think that for one minute. Just think that for one second, you got you got the entire universe at your, in the palm of your hand. I'm just holding my hand out now and thinking mm. that. Was that for example when um oh, what was it um when Jim Lovell went up on Apollo 13, James Lovell. And um, he, um, he uh, when he was coming around the, around, around the moon doing the transcendental ejection and back to Earth, because obviously we don't have an Apollo 13. Do you know what happened on Apollo 13? No, I, um, I don't know 
there was, there was, there was, there was a, yeah, there, there was an explosion, and they they, they lived, they, they they lived, they lived, thank goodness. But there was an explosion, and basically they had to use the moon's gravity, uh, uh, um, pretty much slingshot them back to Earth. And basically, when he was coming back to Earth, he was holding his hand out, and he realizes under his hand, he's got over over well, probably on the Earth about five billion people under his hand. He's like, good God, I'm so far away from home. I, I need to come, I need to go back. So it affects you in a good way and I guess mm. a negative way because you're that far away from your loved ones. Well, you're a quarter of a million miles away, dude. You're four days away. Yeah, you're four days away from, from planet Earth. Um, what was it? Uh, there's um, there, there's a line in the film Apollo 13 I like. Um, it's, it's, it's a great line. It says basically that the, um, the reporter asks um, uh, Jim Lovell, who's played by Tom Hanks, he says... Um, Jim, now now we've beaten the Russians to the moon. Why do we keep funding it? And basically, his simple reply, and I absolutely love it. Uh, Tom Hanks's reply to him is, "What if Christopher Columbus come back from the New World and never followed in his footsteps?" It's basically saying that us humans, we need to go and explore. And the scary thing is, and I think this will blow your mind, we know more about space than we know about our oceans. <laughs> Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, we know more. We, our planet is seventy-five percent covered in water. And we know less about our oceans, and we know more about the cosmos. We know more about space than anything else. It's, it, it blows my mind to think that. You know, that, that does, really does baffle me as well. I was um, looking at a, a documentary on the Titanic, and mm. the ship has actually been underwater for so long now. All the algae and fish and everything, it's... Uh, it's it's been... it, it, it's crowding away. It's 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 fading away. It's it's sad to see it go, but um, I'm afraid that's um well. And I think I'm not alone. This that is actually yeah not not just global warming. It's the impact of um people going down there. Yeah. You and, know, um, I, I mean, how far could the ocean go? Sorry. <laughs> ex- exactly. No. Um, um, going back onto um a, um, a, a previous topic we talked about in this podcast. Um. Um, I was going to say. Um, I'd like to also see, like, um, like the great, um, uh, the great Barry Reef. Maybe I don't know if I'll be able to do it, but in my lifetime, because I'd like to see the damage firsthand of what global warming is doing to it, because it's actually been bleached. It's been bleached white, and that's yeah, that, that means that means it's dying. That's us humans. We're doing that. Anything that we can do, big or little, um, mm. we'll know we did something at least, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, so I've got two more questions for you to finish off the show, my friend. Of and, course, um, man. Of course, yeah. I know it's getting pretty late and uh, we're both going to enjoy our Sunday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for you, dude. I've got baseball in the morning. So, I'll, well, um, I mean, I can ask you one last question if you're in no. a bit of a rush. No, no, no. I can, I'm, I'm still quite wide awake, dude. Yeah, no, that's fine. So, um, would you say there is one important thing you've learned personally in your lifetime that the listeners today would love to hear about? Um, yeah, I would actually say, yeah, there is. Um, I'd say family and friends are so important because they can help you in your darkest days and lightest days as well. Um, I don't. I would say don't take them for granted. Enjoy life to the fullest if you can. If you need help with anything in life, talk to someone. Don't let it build up inside. It will get worse and it will eat you up. Trust me. I'm saying this right now on this podcast. Reach out to a friend, neighbour, work colleague, and so on. Lend them a shoulder to cry on or just a general chat. 
and there's a quote I love to live by as well. There's another one. Think positive, be positive. If one works, the other one will work. Mm-hmm. That's there's lovely. A, there's always a negative to a positive, and you've got to try to turn it the way around. You've got to turn that positive into and get rid of that negative. Kick it off. Go on, go. Yeah, we, we don't want it here. Just like a battery, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect example. Yeah, yeah, positive negative. That's a good way to figure that. <laughs> um, so finally, um, I don't want to keep you any longer, but uh, what is one thing you would say to anyone today who might be listening, who is struggling to find positivity in their lives and finding it hard to work to new heights they can achieve in this world? That's that's a good way of thinking of it, actually. Yeah, I like that one because um, it's it's pr- pretty much uh, going back to that that quote. It's like think positive, be positive. I know, I know it's tough. I know, I know people find it tough to be positive. I know it is, and I, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been very lucky to be uh, in my life to be positive <laughs> most of the time, and I can't help that. Um, but it's, it's just the way. It's just the way. Um, just just enjoy life as much as you can. Just enjoy it. You're only here for a short time, and um, as I said, as I said earlier, if if we could all one day like see, see the world whole, and you realise how precious really life really is, it will change your perspective forever. It really will. That is a wonderful way to end it tonight, my friend. Thank you so much. It's been an honour. Absolutely. Now, thank you very much, JC. And I just wanted to say. Uh, thank you very much for having me on here tonight and it really means a lot to me to, uh, that I think me and you have dig deep into our souls on this podcast and I just wanted to say keep up the good work dude get more people on here and I'll see you soon my friend thank you very much it's been an honour I'll be sure to keep in contact absolutely dude all the best take care mate bye 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 <laughs> Thank you for checking out today's episode. If you enjoyed, please consider dropping a subscribe on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and share with a friend. It will mean so much to me. Thank you. See you in the next one.